Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 137. We're going to continue from last year, what Rev. Shimon Grun said in regards to communication, and how important clear communication is, and um, so much misunderstandings and negativity and hurt feelings could be avoided by having clear communication and learning that skill. And... Um, you know, sometimes like they don't communicate and it's the last minute and then are we going to the Simcha? We're not going to the Simcha. Why didn't you tell me that you're not interested in going to the Simcha? And in truth is, that whole situation of whether they're going or not going to that particular Simcha, if they discuss it a lot earlier, uh, even before, way before the decision decision time and have an open dialogue and a communication, how each feels about what the other's feeling about that uh, simcha or whatever mutual decision there is, it could save so much agmas nefesh, save so much problems um, by just simply communicating to each other uh, what what they need. And um, communication, of course, is a tool, but he always says that it needs to lead to obviously positive action because in a relationship it's not just what you're saying you have to then follow it up with doing healthy things and um even if it's a quote-unquote negative communication meaning it's something that uh, is bothering one spouse about the other spouse and they talk about what's bothering them um they need to talk about it because people assume by uh, that their spouse is a mind reader and it's very unrealistic, you know. Uh, uh, you know, when when, you, when one spouse, he says, says, what can I do for you? Uh, it's wrong to answer back. You, you should know by now what you can do for me. No, don't be embarrassed to express your needs. Even if you're saying they should have known this 100 years ago, makes no difference. This is what I need now. And uh, you request it from your spouse. Don't be upset when you're, spouse communicates that need don't be upset or nervous about the fact that you need to express that need you did not marry a mind reader and uh basically hashem gave you the to say what you want and what you need and um don't say i'm it's too vulnerable you know i need this i'm going to tell that openly to my husband and wife no you need to say it don't worry about that. I'll look bad or I'll look silly or I really shouldn't need this thing. No, that's being vulnerable as part of the communication. And that's the only way that you'll get your needs actually net, met by expressing that. And vulnerability, we've talked about very, very often, is courage. It's that you're secure enough about yourself that you don't worry and you it's it's okay to need something and it's okay to express that I need that that particular uh, need and there's no harm in that. Hashem didn't make people self-sufficient. Everyone is lacking something. Some things the husband needs from the wife. Some things the wife needs from the husband. Hashem made it that way. And, um, it, you know, you can't just say, I told you this 10 times already. Makes no difference. Yeah, okay. You told it 10 times already. Say it an 11th time. Say it a 12th time. It's good to express what you need. And um, 
And the truth is, he's madgish, that sometimes you have to know what not to say. Of course, communication doesn't mean you say everything. And um, the Chayva Savavis, he says, talks about this, that um, sometimes you could use even Sheker to the extent it was created not to hurt somebody. Sometimes you know certain communications is not to be said. But if you say something the right way, you can say almost anything. You could say almost anything if you say it the right way. And this, um, I have a curse to a particular dying that told me this a while ago, that gave an etza when you have something that's somewhat uh, like a negative thing that you, you need to convey to your spouse to correct something and, and you have to say it. So he suggested something called the sandwich uh, uh, type of this thing. Sandwich means you start out with praise and you end up with end off with praise in the two opposite in the conversation. And even in the middle, when you say something that has to be corrected, you say it in the most possible, pleasant way as possible. So, uh, you know, so you start out, no, even if you're, you're planning on saying something that's bothering you, but first you say, you know, I always, I do appreciate everything you do. You're doing the best you can, and I love you for it, and I appreciate it. There's just one thing I want to tell you. This thing happened to bother me when you when when this happened. You expressed something that way, and I felt that you should have uh, that that I felt that it would have been better if you would express it a different way. And it did bother me a little bit, and and I acknowledge that. But if you can do me a favor, let's work on that together. Something like pleasant like that, and then you end off the conversation again, thanking your spouse. And praising them. So that's another method of how to do it. But even negative communications, things that are bothering you, you have to learn how to say it. And if you say it the right way, it could, it could strengthen the marriage very much. One thing cannot be used ever. And we talked about it a little bit. And we're going to talk about it in the future is silent treatment. You can't use silent treatment. Can't use the cold shoulder. People often do that. And they seem they tend to rationalize it. They say to themselves, I'm burning angry now. I don't want to hurt you and lash out. I can't talk now. So that's an excuse. But it's very, very disrespectful. Because it could become a pattern. If once in a while you're so hurt you can't say anything and you walk out, you take a deep breath and and whatever it is. And then you wait, yes, but if you if you always do that and never talk, it becomes a pattern. And that habit needs to be off limits. He he quoted Roshimigru in a beautiful medrash. I I need to see it inside. But basically it's like this. Kairach knew when it says that uh Moshe called for Kairach, Kairach didn't come. Dasanaviram came, but Kairach did not come. Kairach held himself back from talking to Moshe. And the Mepharshim say, because Kairach knew that if he went to Moshe when Moshe called him, Moshe would have been able to influence him and ex- could convince him to change his mind about seeking the kahuna. So Kairach himself didn't want to go because he didn't want to be influenced. 
even though there was a good reason to be influenced for his own benefit. And that's why Vayicha af Moshe. The reason why Moshe was so upset at Kairach, okay, Kairach, we have a disagreement. You have a, you have a grievance. You think I'm doing something that's not from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, or whatever the case may be. But I'm upset that you arranged that you block off not to talk to me at all to avoid the communication of something that could could have been resolved and that you yourself would ultimately resolve it because I'll bring exactly what your tainus are and go through it and go and and Kairach knew this he knew he would soften up and relent if he would have spoken to Moshe and because he knew this he was an action he said no I'm sticking to it and he refused to see him so you see from here that 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 this lack of communication when there's a grievance is a problem. And what you need to do, instead of silent treatment or cold shoulder, you never do that. Instead, let's say you're talking very, very upset and you, you're afraid if you speak now, you'll, you'll say something very hurtful. Let's say that's the case. So then what you need to tell your spouse is, you know, let's not discuss this now. I'm... I'm not myself, but we will discuss it, Metashem, tonight, you know, and that removes that, what he calls the elephant in the room, you know, that tension in the room of them not talking, like skirting around that thing, that argument, because that leads to cold shoulder, silent treatment. This is not silent treatment. When you say, and you don't delay it, because when you do calm down, you will talk about it later, but right now, I'm I'm very upset. I only had three hours of sleep last night. I can't think clearly, but Mietashem, get a good night's sleep. Uh, you know, it's the middle of a work week. Let me wait for the weekend, the Shabbos to come, and Blineder, Matzah Shabbos or Sunday, I'm calmer, I'm more well rested. We'll talk about this subject. And we do talk about this subject at that point in time. Even if it's a difficult subject, it's very important. And this avoids it. This way, the other spouse sees you're not giving them the silent treatment. You're just upset and you don't want to talk about it now, but you set a time when you will. And that's very, very important. And um, these things are skills that can be learned. And once they're learned and they work with each other to communicate this way and listen to each other, the marriage can improve immeasurably. And that's something we wish for every single Yid and every single couple in Klai Yisrael. Have a wonderful day.